Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, on a freezing fog day. Made a little bit hard to get much done, but uh, it's Christmas, so there's always something to do. This is another World Championship episode with Pavel Palancy of the Czech Republic. Um, go back a long ways with Pavel. This is his second, second trip to the podcast. Um, plus he raced with Paulette in Patagonia. Um, FYI out there, anybody going to Patagonia, Pavel is, really wants to go looking for a team. So um, you could get in touch with me and I can get, get you guys in contact if you're looking. Or you can go to the new Facebook page, Adventure Race Teammate Finder page. Um, pretty cool. Uh, first uh, four or five days, we got almost 400 people looking, and I think we made a couple of connections. So interesting. Maybe adventure racing is growing. Um, in that same regard, I was looking at Expedition Africa and they are recommending that each team bring a media person. Uh, guess what? I'm a media person. So if your team is looking for somebody to come and uh, make a hero out of them for the race, get in touch with me. Uh, like I said, I'm really good, but I'm cheap. So we could probably uh, might be able to work something out for that. Um, other than that, uh, we just talk about the uh, worlds in this one. So. Uh, enjoy and be another one in a couple of days I don't know how many of these I still got left but um, we're all going to know about the world championships by the time it's all said and done so go fast take chances watch out for slippery streets check local listings thanks right. for listening are you there yeah yeah can you hear me yes I can very well this is great I want to make Hi. sure everything is uh, working right looks like it so yeah it seems so so what do you think about this new fancy facebook talking <laughs> well maybe it's the first time i i am using it but i don't see much much difference between skype and other talking things like google it works that's it <laughs> yeah well the, the thing that works good for me is is everybody's on facebook all the time so you know, half the time people can't remember their their Skype logins. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how are you feeling? Well, now, yeah, I'm okay. I think I would say that I'm recovered. And it's quite cold here, definitely, compared to Brazil. So it was just <laughs> quite a shock, quite a big difference. Almost more than forty degrees. So <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, we had to adjust a bit. Yeah. That's the uh, problem I had last two years coming coming home from South America. Yeah, coming back to to uh, you know zero Fahrenheit. So it is a shock to your body, isn't it? Yeah, but but for me this is my, my much better way. I can I can get used to cold weather much better than 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 I can handle the hot weather. So I'm glad for this weather. I would say <laughs> it's good. So did you have any any Major physical problems coming out of the race? Mm, I don't think. Well, not really. Well, major problems, no. We've most of the time we tried to try to stay okay, 
And yeah, there were the, the troubles that we were really sunburned, we were bitten by many mosquitoes and these things. But I wouldn't say this is a major problem. Just yeah. everybody had it. So nothing was serious. I hope so. No, <laughs> no parasites. No, no like sickness. So I think I think we are okay. Um, let me ask you this: that you know, you mentioned parasites and stuff. It was from pe the people I've talked to, like when you were in the water, it was really kind of clean water. Yeah. Yeah, it was a clean water, but it meant that there's a lot of living things. Mm -hmm. It was just really a lot of fish and they, or because we, we drank also from Rio Paraguay yeah. and it was uh, just green. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem polluted, but it seemed that it's really living. So yeah. there could be basically anything. Yeah. Well, so far, so far, so good. You know, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I've talked to a doctor and tried to ask about these things, and the answer I got was that if I don't see any signs of anything bad, then I shouldn't shouldn't do any any special measures. So he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were you satisfied with your race? What do you mean? Um. um did did you feel you guys did well? Well, sort of, because uh, we did many mistakes, mm -hmm. but the terrain was so difficult that everybody did mistakes. Yeah, and I think we had good good plan, good strategy. We really expected to be there for seven days. We expected that that the race would be much longer than the organizers had expected. Yeah, and we. More, more of the, most of the time we just stayed in the survival mode, not really trying to push hard because we knew that if we if we push hard, we might run into troubles very very soon. Mm -hmm. But I think we switched to racing at the right time, which was basically we, we switched to racing on the last biking section. So yeah, we, we definitely might have done better because we did some mistakes that could have been avoided. But overall, yeah, we are we are satisfied with the result and with uh, how it is. Yeah. So let's let's walk through your race. So how how did how did you enjoy the uh, boat ride up to the start? I heard it was kind of kind of warm, kind of crowded, kind of packed in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, well, this uh, all this before the race and especially the boat ride with. Uh, Reminded me a movie or a book, and uh, <laughs> the movie was the the Apocalypse Now, if if you know it. Just, yes. Uh, yeah. So it was. I was expecting something like this. I was expecting that we are going deeper and deeper into hell or something. So, <laughs> so, but but the boat ride was was okay. It was really really hot, but we tried to do the uh, do the maps and it was packed, but uh, it provided. Us really a lot of sleep, which is mm. not not very very use, uh, usual before uh, such a big race. Usually you do maps yeah. to the last moment and 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 pack things on, on the last moment. So even even the last night you get not not enough sleep. And here we yeah. uh, it could get a lot because when it was dark there was nothing nothing really to do, and yeah. we had a really really good good and long uh, night sleeping. So. Yeah. That helped us a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. nice to be rested, be rested to go into a race, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 
sometimes um, it's, it's just hard because you finish your work and but that's 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 it's true that the race in fact starts two or three days before the race yes because you want to be rested you need to prepare the things and it uh, really uh makes difference yeah um i asked this of chris from seagate do you guys like just getting your maps just right you know as you're going up or would you rather have them a day or two beforehand um it's it makes the race different what i really didn't didn't uh, appreciate was that first we had to uh on one hand it was good that we had that we had the stage lengths and some time estimations maybe a week before the race yeah so we could pack uh smart even going to brazil that was that was the good thing but on the other hand we had to we had to hand over all our stuff before even seeing the maps so yeah. this this it it makes it much much i mean easier before the race Mm-hmm. But it means that you have to improvise. You have to sort of a guess. So I I don't mind getting getting maps at the, at the starting line, but more more information uh, about what we what we need to do before we before we hand over the gear would be useful. Yeah, and I really appreciate that that the the road book was very tiny. I don't like when there's a lot of information in the roadbook and yeah. because sometimes the translation is poor and sometimes it's like a like a reading club or something. So I like if, if all information is contained in the map, which here was not the case, but mm. but there wasn't there wasn't much information extra in the roadbook. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I could I could see how a little more information and packing the bags could be very helpful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, if you can pack anything, then it doesn't make so much difference. But yeah. the limits were strict. There were mm-hmm. there were weight limits, so you have to you have to really think what what you need, what would you put there, and, and what not. And especially um, when the limits were strict, and given the fact that the race was going much longer, mm-hmm. then teams sometimes were running out of food and. Um, this was this this could be better if we if we knew better we could have planned better, but uh, it was same for everyone. Yeah. So that is that is the one thing. It's always the same. So did you guys have problems running out of food, or did you? Kind of, I mean, you said you you knew it was going to be longer, so were you able to plan for that? Uh, not really. I think we did, this was not not the major problem. Yeah. Sometimes we were running low on food, but definitely not running out of food. Because uh, when it's when it's such a heat, it's it's hard to eat properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes we just uh, extended the time because we slept more. And if you sleep, you don't eat. So, yeah. so and, and 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 another thing is that our estimation was something like six and a half days. So we really packed for for the time. Yeah. So you were a little closer on the food. So, yeah. um, how was the first paddle for you guys? I know it was hot. <laughs> well, yeah, it was hot, and in 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 the pedal we came really one of the last teams, but really didn't care because we have seen what's what's happening there. It was really hot, so we paid a lot of attention to uh, cool ourselves. So we jumped into water many times, sprayed water over us many times, 
and we knew that this is not the stage that's going to decide the race mm -hmm. so we were quite okay with that and we just wanted to to finish finish it and not to not to overheat yeah so that was the goal of this of this pedal yeah sometimes it was very well quite boring pedaling upstream and yeah yeah, but the end was re really rewarding in the lagoon when we saw the crocodiles and, and yeah, a lot of wildlife. Yeah, um, let me ask you this while I'm thinking of it: How long did it take you guys not care about the crocodiles being around you? Because everybody I've talked to is like, all of a sudden they realize that, you know, they're walking, you know, two meters from a crocodile and they don't even care. <laughs> well. There was a lot of information before the race about, about wildlife, mm -hmm. and uh, we tried to try to assess it. And one of the things we we decided or thought that that crocodiles are not going to be the problem in the race. Mm -hmm. So first, we didn't see them much in the day. They could be very visible in, in in the night because of their eyes. Yeah. So we didn't really care about crocodiles. I think right from the beginning. But, but on, on on the paddle, we were okay. Yeah. But we we've walked around them. I think the second day, yeah. So that's that's when we stopped caring about them. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it's like eh, the crocodiles. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Well, we just uh, because we've seen them and we knew that yeah. we sh we shouldn't rush into them or jump there. Yeah. But if we are just uh, slow enough, or then then we are okay. And we knew that they were like parked in the water. They were just uh, paying attention to us, but that was all like mutual respect or something. There you go. Yeah. And they don't want to eat all you skinny adventure racers. You get the meat <laughs> on your bones. <laughs> well, we knew that, that if we had some incident with crocodile, we could be bitten badly. Yeah. But we also knew that the crocodile that is two meters just doesn't attack you because yeah. he's not so confident. Yeah. And, so Basically, we knew that uh, in the jungle we will be visible for the animals. They will they will know about us much sooner than we would know about them, mm -hmm. because we were just like intruders. We didn't know how to how to move there, so that's we were quite. We just thought, okay, they will probably run away before we even see them. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, here in the Black Hills, we have mountain lions. Yeah. And I and I know a mountain lion that sees me every time I go out, because this time of year when there's some snow on the ground, you see, yeah. you see their prints all the time, and it's like, okay, I I, to me it's like a really cool deal when I get to see one, as long as they're going the other direction, which they usually are. Yeah, well, so. in fact, about the wildlife, you've seen basically everything that was advertised except jaguar, yeah. which is um, kind of disappointment. Yeah, I would say. Because, I mean, three or four years ago, well, when I was racing with Paulet, I just stayed in Patagonia for two years, and mm. then I was just uh, hanging around on my bike, and I've seen Puma, and yeah. it was a really great experience. So I was, I was, I was hoping to see, see Jaguar, which didn't happen, but we've seen everything else, so yeah. I'm satisfied with that. It was really cool seeing some of the animals, like, really in the wild, and it's, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Um, all right, let's get back to the race. So yeah. you had a you had a good first paddle. Then uh, how was the trek? Then the trek was okay because uh, there was a good 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 trek and uh, we and th there was a 
CP2, it was probably the only CP where there was some refreshment, there was some fruit, and we'll really appreciate it. But uh, we would also appreciate it on other parts of the race, which mm-hmm. didn't happen. But uh, at the, we've seen that at the CP, there were so many teams just just waiting and eating only because the food was there. They really, yeah. really needed. So we just passed maybe 10 teams there or eight teams. So we knew that we are back in the race and that that uh, it didn't have any bad impact that we were almost last team on the pedal. Yeah. So the tracking was okay. Yeah, we yeah. did a good job there. So, um, so basically kind of a uneventful race till you get up to ta6 right so the, your race was just kind of a kind of uneventful until you got to ta6 yeah well there happened a lot lot of things before yeah especially on the first uh pack rafting yeah and how'd that we were, go we are going doing uh, quite good because we were just uh passing some teams and when the pack raft like and it will end it will end it the the rafting section we just packed our pack rafts and we have to just go straight up and there we made a quite a big mis- big mistake because we went around which we thought that the the route would be better because mm-hmm. the map showed that it could be more open which was not the case yeah. but here we learned that the the map one to one to hundred thousand and especially the contours were very rough and it show it was it was showing just one ridge, but there was maybe three or four four peaks before we reached the right one. Okay. And there yeah. we made a bit of a bit of a mistake, and that we uh, couldn't handle that there were so many peaks that we had to we had to use some much very heavily, and we we ran out of water, which was mm. probably the the basic problem. So. At about 3 a.m., we just had to decide what to do, and we decided we go back to the beach, have some water, we'll sleep among the crocodiles, and just uh, get, uh, and try once more in the morning. So we lost here quite a lot of time. And there there was also one thing which was for all teams all the time, and no one really knew what, what it was about, but we figured it out. It was with the compasses, because uh, there is the... Well, there is declination. That's sure that you had that, 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 but this this you can handle. You know, it's fifteen yeah. degrees, and you just draw the lines on on the map. Yeah. But there is also an inclination, which is basically that the arrow has uh, tends to go up in in other directions. Sort of a if you have a tank and and and, and or a cannon, and you are moving moving the angle. So that that is what the what the the arrow on the compass is doing in in, in Brazil and and these these latitudes, huh. and oh. so you have to be very careful to have your to have your compass leveled, like like because if you don't, then you can move it then you can move it around and 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 the arrow doesn't doesn't show the proper direction. Yeah. So that was the trouble why many teams were going so so of course because. Here to make the proper navigation, you mostly have to just stand still and and put the compass really really leveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. didn't know at the time, so yeah. that was another problem. So here we lost quite a lot of time, yeah. maybe the whole night. So then we got back to the end of the field. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, what goes through your mind when you realize okay we got to go back to the beach and start over? 
I mean, do you just just accept it, or do you kind of get a little upset? But I mean, it's obviously what you have to do. But how do you kind of mentally deal with that? Well, at the time we just mentally dealt built with that that there was no other option. We would yeah. much rather continue uh, to the CP, but you were quite lost because there was the three peaks and. We then remember because because uh, we came to the beach and and it got dark, yeah. so we didn't didn't see those those uh, three peaks and then we realized that, that then then the map uh, was much worse than we had expected. So it was sort of a lesson learned, and we knew that uh, it's still the the second day, so we we can still move. There is a lot lot to happen. So we were quite quite disappointed because we we thought that this is a mistake that could have been avoided but uh, then in the end we just accepted and said okay we have to we have to try once more morning will be definitely a better time because we can use the daylight yeah and that was it yeah and got up in the morning and went right to it didn't you yeah yeah <laughs> and we ran out of water once more which we were probably most angry about because our race strategy was uh, like stay okay and not to run into these major troubles not to get dehydrated not to mm -hmm. get overheated because we thought okay if we get overheated on the second day and there is still five days to go we can lose a lot of time yeah. and here it happened twice but probably there was no other option because there were most of the time there was a place where you could take water but there wasn't any possibility so probably there all teams just round of water yeah you just i mean what do you do there's no water <laughs> and yeah, it's, okay. yeah, and it's exactly. 40 degrees so, yeah. so um uh so that was the second trek yeah in fact technically it was a pack rafting but okay the but pack uh it didn't yeah. really seem like pack rafting it was a half half kayaking and half trekking so this was yeah. not how pack rafting should should look like should, yeah so it wasn't yeah Really, you should be in your pack raft when you're pack rafting. <laughs> yeah, pack rafting is just uh, to sometimes pack it, unpack it. There's there's some some root choices there. Here wasn't any. Yeah. So, um, when you guys, we'll just jump ahead a little bit, but we can go back and forth. Mm -hmm. When you got to TA six, had they already made the decision that they were going to fly the teams ahead? Yeah, yeah, the decision yeah. has been already made. So, so you didn't. I mean, they didn't even give you a choice, but would you guys, knowing what you know, how long it took, would you like to have given it a shot to to do that pack draft? No. <laughs> well, 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 not at that time, because yeah. if you were there a day earlier, maybe, then maybe. But but we were thinking about this, because because we have, we have been given information at the beginning of, of the trekking, which is at 85, mm -hmm. how long Seagate was taking... On the track, and they were taking like I don't know, like twenty hours or nineteen hours. Yeah. So we expected, okay, we we will we'll, if we do twenty four, we, we would be really really good. Yeah. And we did we, we did a bit faster, but still we were coming to the then we were coming finally to the fazenda to eighty six, and even before we came there, we were just thinking the possibilities, and I and I didn't believe that they would. That they would uh, transport us uh, uh, by plane 
because from the beginning they were telling that this is in the middle of nowhere that yeah. this is 120 kilometers that we just have to cover because there's no other way out and in fact there was no ad there was just uh, we had there only our food bag which was eight kilos strict and we had there our pack rats. we didn't have there any of our boxes yeah. So I just thought, okay, they will do everything they can to just keep us keep us going on the packraft. And I just, yeah. if if we did the math, and we have seen how much how much time was remaining, we thought, okay, as we were just waiting for the information how long Seagate was doing, mm-hmm. because we saw we knew that we didn't want to get into a situation where we would be forced to start a stage, and 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 know that it's not possible for us to finish in time. Yeah. So we thought, okay, if they tell us that Seagate did 24 hours, then we are screwed because there's simply not enough time to finish the stage. And that is probably the reason, as, as Nick Gracie said, why they tried to persuade Shubi to skip the stage because if they did the math, they have seen that, that there is simply not enough time to yeah. finish the race in time. And on the bike, there was... Uh, only limited limited possibilities of of any shortcuts or anything yeah so and i think it was just a last moment decision because if they didn't do this decision there would be a major risky operation i think yeah i it's what's becoming clear is there's there was there was no yeah no choice they they couldn't send you guys out yeah yeah Yeah. just time wise (laughs) yeah I think they just uh, yeah. well that this can happen that that the race organizer miscalculates the the time or, or misestimates, but the prob the problem was that even they knew it right from the beginning it was clear, yeah. and they still didn't do anything. Well, their their response was just too late. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Because this can happen. This can happen that they miscalculated, but you have to respond properly promptly i think yeah and yeah if they could have started and i and quite honestly i don't know if they could have started short coursing a little earlier but but that's kind of what it needed yeah well the course design was done that this part was not possible to be short Mm -hmm. course but yeah then it well if well then they would have to be changed a lot of things and it'd be completely different race but uh, yeah they they have this course design and i think they should have started uh, short coursing early i don't know what were their possibilities if they could have let us battle more i don't know i I didn't uh inspect what was what was possible but it's clear that their response was just too late that's all but uh, okay so let's get back to more fun (laughs) (laughs) you know it 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 is what it is it's been a lot of interesting talk about the race anyway we'll give it that part right (laughs) so so when you guys got on your bike you kind of said you got into race mode then yeah so because we've seen uh at the at the 86 when when, when we've seen the the list of of the timings Mm -hmm. and you see there was about four teams uh which came maybe hour before us and then there was another three teams where i think we had like seven or eight teams within two hours yeah so we thought okay we we tried to pass them it is possible on the bike because we felt strong on the bike so we just and 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 we knew that 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 we were 
in a much better shape at the time than than them. So in fact, uh, the stop uh, stopping of the race didn't didn't play into our hands, but we still felt that uh, we are in in better condition, so we can use it as an advantage. Yeah. And how many teams did yeah. you pass? Well, seven maybe, because yeah. I think we were there at the back of the back at the back of the pack of the teams who didn't do the the yeah. uh, pack rafting, and we just moved. We just passed all the teams that uh, didn't do the the climbing section. Yeah. In fact, you were a bit bit unlucky because you were supposed to be to be transported the next day in the morning, but then there came a storm and we were transported like 4, 4 p.m. So so then our course was even more short course than the teams before us. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, making it up as it, as they flew, so. Yeah, so exactly, speak. just two teams at a time and, and basically in, in our intervals, so. Yeah, but, um, so, you kind of, I mean, you're sort of happy with how you finish, right? Well, with the result, yes, and yeah. uh, we are happy that we got into into this area, which mm -hmm. was really, really a big experience to be yeah. there. However, I would say it was more like expedition than a race. It's an yeah. usually it's an adventure race, and both of these aspects are represented. But here it was. Uh, just the environment was so demanding that uh, most of of our energy and effort just went into surviving, and yeah. only only very very small portion was left to, to race. Yeah, there was a lot of adventure and not much racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's very interesting um, because that's kind of what uh, everybody is saying that I'm talking to. That, yeah, uh, I think yeah. everybody could could feel it, could feel the pressure just just for survival, just for staying there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> someone asked me if if it's a uh, like inhospitable land, mm -hmm. and I would just put it differently. Not 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 for us, but for many animals, it is just very hospitable land. It is just yeah. sort of a big feast because there is a lot of sunshine, a lot of lot of heat. Then there is a lot of plants they have any they have a lot of lot of things to eat so basically there, there comes a lot of lot of animals to to feast and then they are fighting and everybody everyone has a has a sort something something unique how to how to get the bigger share how to make damage to others and that's, that's what we felt it was like like really definitely the survival of the fittest like evolution on steroids or something like this <laughs> Just so many animals. It was, you could see everywhere there was so full of life. So it was a very hospitable land, but we are not used to surviving in this in this conditions. In that point, yeah, I understand that. Um, on a little different note, is adventure racing kind of um, expanding in 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 the Czech Republic? There's because you had two teams, right? Two teams at the Worlds, two yeah. Czech teams. Yeah. So. Um, I wouldn't say it's expanding because last year we had two teams. The, the year before we had two teams, and there was okay. a question even if you had, if we had three teams. So, yeah, I think on on last two. I think oh. on, on last five or six years we had 
two teams only in okay. Tasmania there was just one but uh on, on on this note there is it's quite stable yeah well that's not bad well it's you not on the other end there is a bit, bit of a trouble that uh, apart from these two teams there is not uh, a lot of other teams there isn't much perspective that there would come younger people or or something yeah i think it's because of the boom of of ultra trail and sky running and, and other other running races because yeah. it's, it's a mass activity there is just thousands of people doing this doing those yeah yeah so um so what's on uh, your schedule for next year or do you know yet well, we are finalizing the schedule i just uh we definitely want to come to some world cup another world series race we don't mm -hmm. know still which one south africa sounds interesting or yeah. or maybe ecuador which is still not final and i personally would like to get back to patagonia yeah but uh i think uh i think the team is not uh, like ready to come doesn't have holiday so maybe I'll try to arrange with some teams to come as a support or photographer or I don't know, but uh, I'm sort of a hooked on, on Patagonia. So I want to spend spring in, in South America. Okay. That's, that's um, the plan. I wouldn't call it just the idea. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, um, I actually know a team that's been looking for somebody. I don't know if they found anybody yet. So I can, uh, you want me to pass your name on to them? Yeah, it'd be great, and we can see uh, if there is some some possibility or not. Yeah, Paul actually Paulette talked to him about going, and she just decided that it just just wasn't quite the right time for her to go. So okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll 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 pass your name on to them, see where they're at, and that's and, great. Uh, and go from there. So yeah. Um, but. Uh, what did what, what did we not what what's all right what was the best part of the race for you um i think the great great was the the mountain trekking mm -hmm. it was a hard one but it was really beautiful we came there just uh found the first tp where it was uh, just sunrise and trekked all all day on the on, on, on the mountain ridges, which was just, just perfect. We had troubles uh, finding water. What we, after after experience running out of water, we paid it really attention. So sometimes we spent some time looking for water, but we yeah. always found it. And it was, this, this was the really nice part because there was the wildlife. There were the big parrots, the are just, I don't know, 80 centimeters just flying over our heads. We could see... We, we had the nice views, so this was a really good part. Then, then the then the battle after this was was easy. Finally, finally, one stage was easy. We were <laughs> paddling down the stream. Yeah, and also the the beginning of the of, of the trekking because we did it in the night. And after five or six kilometers, we got into water, which was crystal clear. There was a lot of fish we could see. There were the stingrays. There were there were the crocs and we could see their eyes that were just mm -hmm. just dark pink or purple. It seemed as if the as if the route was way marked by crocodile eyes. It was a very 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 nice view. So yeah. until 
until the sun was shining. We had a really good experience on this on this tracking. So these three stages were yeah. were really really good parts. Well, most of the most of the most of the good experience is in the end connected with wildlife. Yeah. 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 Like so. that. Wildlife always makes life better. Yeah, and we we knew that the that the crocs were okay, and yeah. they saw us. And at this time, it was the, it was what I was saying. We just didn't care about them, and they if we came too close, they just parked away. Hmm. So yeah, not a big deal. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Pavel, thanks thanks for um, your insight into the race. I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking to a bunch of people. You know, I think we're uh -huh. going to have maybe, maybe 15 episodes on world championships. <laughs> but it's yeah, really interesting yeah. to see how everybody has how has affected them and how they enjoyed the race. Well, I think this is definitely a race to remember. Yeah. Uh, definitely for the racers, maybe not for the people who are just uh, watching it from outside. Yeah. Because the last two or three days must be very confusing to them. It was. But, uh, <laughs> it was also confusing to us, but we in our inner world we had a really uh, good experience, and I think I I don't see how I could get into this area if here was not the world championship. Yeah, I just see no possibility. And even for me, there was there are many things which I wouldn't do, but then on on the fourth day that we just. Went in. We went into in in the water, and we we seen them. We seen there some snakes also, and and many many other things. And we were uh, aware that there there can be anything in the water, but we just tried to try to reach the TA. <laughs> it's a different world if you have a race bib on you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I understand that totally. So, all right. Well, I'm going to tell you to uh, enjoy the cold and. Go fast and take chances. Thanks. 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 All right. Man. Hopefully we'll Thanks. see you somewhere down on the trail. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're still going to race somewhere. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>